Would I be stupid to turn down this home offer? Welcome to 40inbox.com where we help people get out of debt. So my uncle is trying to retire and wants to sell one of his houses. It's a four bedroom, two bath, 1978 brick home with 2,300 square feet. I would be closer to work and it would give me room to grow. It also has a small shop on it that I could use for hobbies or to run a business. He said because he is retiring and that since I'm his nephew, he would sell it to me for $100,000. It needs some work, nothing major, but is very livable. Basically, minor maintenance has been neglected for the past 10 years. It's dated inside, so I would probably do some updating. Most homes in this area around this size and worse shape start at $250,000. So here's the kicker. I just refinanced my house last year. I got a really good rate, 3.25%. My current home is a measly 850 square feet, two bedroom, one bath, a starter home, bought before COVID home prices. It was renovated before I bought it, so the only major thing I replaced was the central AC. It is very comfortable and affordable. I live in the city, close to everything. I really like my home, since it's small. It is very easy to maintain, and utilities are very low. My mortgage is so low that if I somehow lost my job, I could still afford it working minimum wage. $500 with mortgage and escrow. So a very safe place. In a nutshell, I am almost positive I could sell my current house and make more than enough to afford my uncle's house. Possibly with some left over to start renovations. The issue is the work that needs to be done and current interest rates. And I would lose the very comfortable mortgage payment. If I sold my house, used the excess as a down payment, and took out a 90k mortgage, I would theoretically have roughly 10k left. My mortgage and escrow would go to around $800 being less comfortable. I make 38k a year and live in Georgia. The car is paid off and only have one personal loan that I have 4k on could go ahead and pay that off if I bought this house. No major debts other than that, so is it crazy for me to turn this down? Now here's the thing. I wouldn't say that it would be crazy to turn this down, but it really comes down to, it's like, here's the thing. The cool thing about this situation is that one way or the other is not really a bad choice, which is the cool thing about this situation, right? This situation really comes down to what are you wanting, right? Like, where do you want to be in the, like the next five to ten years, right? If you want to be in like a bigger house, have your own shop slash hobby area, have a little bit more space, right? Have some money in the bank, you might want to go with being buying the uncle house. Because the thing is, like, your technically net worth will practically double automatically by you buying this house because the average price of the houses over there 
like you said, is about 250 and you could potentially buy it for 100000 The only thing about this is because this is family, you have to do it by the book. Like you have to do it to where you cross your T's, you dot your I's, making sure there's no weird funny business going on because with family, there's always a lot of issues that could come up. So if you make it very clear as to the terms of you buying the house from your uncle and he doesn't just come like by like five years later and be like, hey, yeah, I, I sold you the house at a deal. Now you got to like pay me back like twenty five, fifty thousand, all this sort of stuff. Like you got to make it very clear. OK, this is the price I'm going to pay. That's it. And if you do it that way, like for me personally, if I was facing this choice, I would probably go and buy the house from the uncle, pay off all my debts, right? Have some money in the bank, have bigger space, probably a little bit less neighbors as well from what it kind of sounds like, and basically just live my life, right? Like that's the way that I would do it. But the thing is, I understand the thought process of having like a very cheap mortgage, a very cheap monthly payment, right? Because I think everyone would prefer to like, oh, like, I don't really get to try too hard because I'm in this situation where I could basically just pretty much live okay. But also, here's another thing too that you got to really, I think the biggest issue with this situation is not necessarily him trying to buy the house from the uncle or not. It's... It's this situation, right? The fact that he makes only $38,000 a year or chick or guy or whatever, I don't know what you are. But basically, even though Georgia as a state is a pretty cheap state to live in in terms of like cost of living, $38,000 a year is still very low, right? So I understand him or this individual basically thinking like, oh, I could basically live in this really cheap house for practically no money per month, even if I were to lose my job, I could quickly go get like a like minimum wage job and be perfectly okay. Like I understand that reasoning, right? The only problem is with that type of mindset that this individual has, they're practically trapping themselves to live in poverty for basically the rest of their lives, which is a scary situation, right? You want to try to make a little bit more money so that you have a little bit more freedom. He has financial freedom right now, right? There's not that much expenses that he has, right? Other than that 4000 debt that he has. But I feel like this individual, if they were to buy the uncle's house, one, technically speaking, net worth-wise, they would actually be worth a lot more money than they are right now. Two, it would also motivate them to try to make more money so that the mortgage that they would have wouldn't be that big of an issue. Because the thing is, this is the reality. If this individual made like another $1,000 a month, financially speaking, it wouldn't even be a burden for him to go and buy this new house, right? So... I think if I was in his situation, this individual situation, I would personally buy the house 
from the uncle. Because you just basically doubled your money right then and there. Like, financially speaking, it's better. You get a little bit more space. You could have, like, a little hobby shop thing, which is pretty cool. You could maybe store, like, a toy car or something, like a fun car that you want for, like, like a cheap $1,000 car and have fun with it. That's the way that I would go about it. Let's check out some of the comments. And by the way, if you want to learn how to get a debt or learn how I got a debt and grew my net worth, go down below. Or you can even go to fortyinbox.com and submit your financial questions or stories. Let's see. Financially, I think you would be okay if you took the offer. It's only $300 higher than what you pay now, and you make $2,800 or so after taxes a month. Is this correct? So you should be able to afford it. You should make the decision based on whether you would enjoy living in the new house. It seems like your current house, though small, is quite good for you. Do you want a bigger space? Is the location good for your lifestyle? The other thing I would watch out for is that older homes are money pits. If you're buying this from someone else, I would recommend getting a home inspection by a professional, but that might be a bit awkward with your uncle. But I would not buy an old home without this, no telling how much money is required to fix it up in the future. Okay, so here it is. So from the original poster, Drowning Blue, interesting name. Yes, and that is what I'm afraid of. The extra stress of getting it to the point that I would be comfortable. I am already there with my current house. It comes at a bad time because I'm dealing with some mental health issues. Hopefully you end up improving that. On the flip side, if I take the time and money to turn it into my own, I can see it being my forever home. Well, here's the thing. There's nothing... There's nothing that exists that's basically like a forever home because everybody's situation ends up changing, but I understand. It's got plenty of space for my hobbies, which is one of my gripes with my current home. From my initial inspection myself, the major things are in good shape. Floors, roofs, new and metal. The worst I saw was some of the fascia, fascia was rotting. I would definitely spend the money to get it inspected. Okay, and that's smart. This person says, I suppose if you lost your job, you could sell your uncle's house and clear $150,000 or so. Also, how much of the updates maintenance on your uncle's house can you do yourself? Either way, it sounds like you're making out pretty good. A small amount more risk with the uncle's house, but definitely some rewards is really up to you. Yeah, so he says, that's where I'm at. Financially, it's a win, but I would go into it with the intention of not selling it until they pass away. They would be my neighbors. Oh, they would be... See, here's the thing. This would actually be pretty cool, right? I would definitely go and, like, buy the property. But, of course, with a very, very clear contract saying, like, hey, these are the terms. After we get inspected, this is how much I'm going to be paying for it. Because the thing is, this could also be a situation that maybe the uncle might want some help around their home as well, right? It's like, because, you know, they are giving you, like, a massively good deal. So they could also be doing that because, one, they want to spend more time with you, but also they want someone that they could trust that, like, hey, they fell down, broke an ankle or something. They could just call you, like, hey, can you help us, right? So honestly, I'll do it. 
I do it for the financial reason, but also because I could be there and help out family. That's the way that I would go about doing it. So let's see. This person says, think five or ten years out there, too. Do you still see yourself in your current house? Would the other one be a better fit? Yes or no? Remember to consider that, too, beyond just your current monthly payments. The person says, my plan was to get married, get promoted at work, retirement shuffle is coming up, take out a second mortgage, and rent out my current house. I was going to try and hold on to it until my unborn kids were of age and give it to it, give it to them. I was going to get married soon, but that is on hold for now, so everything is kind of derailed. Hmm. Well, that's a little bit odd. Why would your marriage just be on hold for now? Uh, that um, that's like an iffy situation. So that kind of worries me. Uh, I wouldn't just buy a house just so that I could quickly go and get another mortgage and then rent out the current one, because that gets into a really sticky situation, right? Because here's the thing. A lot of people come up with this idea that it's easy to rent out your place and get this, you know, in quotes, passive income from rental income. The reality is that it typically never works out that cleanly. Sometimes you get lucky and it does allow you to basically pocket like ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars extra per year in income, right? But it could also go years without them making a payment and that's happened to a lot of property owners that rented out their properties, especially because of the whole COVID thing, where a lot of people for years did not pay a monthly payment, so the landowners were actually on hook for all those payments, for all the mortgages. So it's something to think about. Like, really only get into that rental game, basically, when you're financially capable of doing it, which this individual is not at all. Let's see. So the average value for homes in the area is 150 square feet. So lowballing it at 100 square feet it would be around 230. I would be living next to them, so yes, I would probably be expected to keep it at least until they pass away. Out of all my family, they are probably the only ones that I would not mind living close to. They have always been good to me, but I do not want to be put in a bad spot if the worst happens and I lose my job. I do work in IT for a school, so it's pretty stable. Oh, this individual. Okay, so if the person whoever made this post on r slash personal finance tumbles upon this, understand something. I understand that you're dealing with like mental health issues, and that could end up playing a factor into this, right, with your stress levels and all that, which you do need to get that checked out. That being said, you are in a very stable career field, being in IT. It would not be hard for you to find a good paying job in IT. To be frank, you could probably easily find a better paying job in IT right now to where that extra $300 per month won't even be a factor anymore. That being said, if I was you, I would 100% after all this information so far that I collected, buy the uncle's house, for sure, right? 
I would buy the uncle's house, pay off all my debt to where I only have the leftover mortgage, basically, and just try to improve my income so that I could pay down the house mortgage, right? Because obviously the interest rates are going to be crazy no matter where you go. But that's the way I would do it so that I could quickly pay off the house because you could probably actually pay off the house pretty quickly by just adding a little bit of extra work in the IT field because you could work in the IT field like on the weekends and make some extra income coming in, right? So there are options available to you. And that's the route that I would go if I was in this situation.